0: Hi, everyone. This is Florence Bremer. Welcome to another week of the Bonafide Legal Podcast. I've lived in Phoenix since 1999. Before that, I lived in Chicago, and I was born and raised in the suburbs of Chicago. I'm a mother, grandmother, wife, movie enthusiast, <coughs> excuse me, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer since 1999. In the beginning of my practice, I struggled day by day to find balance between work and life. I don't have a magic answer on how to balance life in the law and life outside the law, but over the years, I've developed tips for living my best life and enjoying work and time off. As a lawyer, it feels I'm never entirely off the clock. I never step away from thinking about my cases and my clients, and it seeps into my everyday life. But I do do my best to enjoy work and time not working. Please join me on this journey in finding grace and contentment in the practice of law. As I record this, it is Sunday night after Thanksgiving. I am in full force thinking about the holidays. So I wanted to share some tips that I have for dealing with that time from Thanksgiving to New Year's Day. To me, and I'm sure to so many other people, this is probably one of the most uh, packed schedules that we may have. And the stresses are just piled on top of stresses. So I have some things in mind for keeping it all in in check. All right. So one of them is Keeping my calendar very organized. So, I went to work on Friday morning, the Friday after Thanksgiving. The Friday after Thanksgiving is one of my most favorite times to work. And I know that sounds so weird. I don't like Black Friday shopping. Usually on Thanksgiving, I will go to Walmart with my brother and some other family members. Um, after we have Thanksgiving dinner and clean up and this year was the same that's what we did we had dinner cleaned up and then we ran over to Walmart which is just a few miles from my house and I did like a little bit of Black Friday shopping but that's it for me I don't like to go out on Friday so what I generally do is I go into the office early and that's what I did this Friday. Um, uh, my staff doesn't come in the Friday after Thanksgiving. They they take that time off. But I go in, I just, um, I get out of bed, I brush my teeth, I wash my face, I take a shower later, but I go into the office in just yoga pants and a sweatshirt and I lock myself in the office and I hope nobody shows up because it's definitely not pretty looking. But I can get a ton of things done. And one of the things that I did during that time frame was I spent some time with my calendar. So I keep my calendar on Outlook. I'm constantly updating it. As soon as a court hearing comes in, whether it's electronically or through the mail, it gets added to the calendar. So my calendar is up to date, but I always keep a paper copy of a few months ahead, so I can just have an idea of what the, f- the months in the future look like. Because I know I am basically booked through May, I printed out my calendar pages from December through May. And I also made sure that any holiday parties that I have during December are also on the calendar. I also thought about my deadlines for the month of December, and any deadlines that I have before the end of the year. I also looked at my hearings that are coming up in December, as well as hearings that are coming up at the uh, beginning of the year. So having that all in front of me helps me with my organization. I also try to block out chunks of time where I don't have anything scheduled. It's a bad idea to schedule yourself every single minute in the month of December. So what I try to do is have like some open times where I can schedule a bunch of clients in for meetings, or if I need to I can schedule some time to go shopping or run some personal errands, and I also make sure I'm scheduling time for self care. So I have a doctor's appointment coming up, for instance. I also scheduled a massage in, in, during the month of December. And just make sure that you have time for yourself as well as time for your work. Also, during the month of December, I try to keep my weekends open as much as possible. The weekend for Thanksgiving, this past weekend, ended up being scheduled like so crazily. I, I can't even believe it. As I was approaching Thanksgiving as the in the last couple of weeks, um, it looked to me like, oh my gosh, as soon as we finish Thanksgiving dinner, it's wide open till Sunday night. Like I was completely thrilled. But then of course, life happens and all this stuff started to pop up. So on um, the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, I I had to take a, a half day and go to Costco. I didn't have many things that I needed for Thanksgiving on the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. So that was something that I took care of. On Wednesday, I worked and then left the office in the early afternoon so I could do more things for Thanksgiving, like my house needed to be vacuumed and there was all this stuff that needed to be done. Then Thanksgiving came and I took a walk in the morning. I used to do a, a 5K called the Turkey Trot, which is in my town, but that became just a little bit too stressful for me to have to be somewhere at a certain time. And I always put headphones in when I walk. So it wasn't like I was um, really communicating with anyone. And I enjoyed kind of that uh, that celebratory feeling of having all the people walking around you. But in past years, I've let that go. Because it was just one more thing that was a little bit difficult to get scheduled in but I do want that time of walking and exercise on Thanksgiving morning so I just do the walk myself and I do see the I pass the people who are doing the turkey trot so I get a little bit of that festive feeling and that always feels good. So Thursday after I came back it was just so incredibly busy. I had so much help from family members who cooked but when we finished dinner, and there were just dishes everywhere, and I just had to get it done. I'm not a person who can, like, let dishes sit in the sink. <laughs> like, I have to start doing them. So I loaded the dishwasher, and then I started doing a bunch of dishes by hand. Lots of um, my family members had brought their own bowls from for the dishes they brought, and I didn't want them to leave empty-handed, so I was washing those, and it just took for, forever to get it all cleaned up. So and then on Friday, I went into the office, um, kind of cut out early, and then um, went to a movie Friday night, went and saw Knives Out. I'll talk about that movie before the show ends. And then Saturday, I had my regular Saturday walk. I went to yoga, which I've been doing on Saturday. I spent a couple hours of time just having some quiet. I went to um, went into my room, soaked in the tub. I read a transcript that I've been trying to read all weekend. I had this transcript that's two hundred pages. I've gotten through thirty pages of it. Like it just shocks me that I've just have had no time lately. And then I went to church and then I had my first of my holiday parties that I went to. My husband went with me. So we actually went out to dinner afterwards. Um, it wasn't a party with like dinner. <laughs> so we had dinner on our own afterwards, which was nice. But then I just got home late. And then Sunday I had a Cardinals game. And going to an NFL game is an all-day experience. You leave early. You get home late it's just a a big process. And it's this is all fun and wonderful, but it means no downtime. And that is something that I need quite a bit. So that is the reason why all of us need to just really keep our schedules in the forefront of our, our mind. You have to do what you have to do. You know, if there's parties that you have to go to, make sure they're scheduled. Around it, maybe schedule some downtime. For your work, make sure you're not scheduling yourself from nine in the morning till five at night, that there's some downtime for reading the transcript that you need to read, or getting your holiday cards out, or whatever you need to do. Which leads me to my next point is, do what you need to do in terms of um, thanking your clients and making sure that your friends and family are taken care of. I still like to send out holiday cards. I don't send out as many as I used to, but I still send out quite a bit. And I do the ones where I write in them. and In some years, I've done the ones where they've been printed out with the pictures, and those are always so pretty. I do love those. But I do like putting a handwritten note in a card. I also like to... As you're approaching the end of the year, do some things um, such as reach out to clients who have something that needs to be done by the end of the year or something that needs to be done in the beginning of next year. So if I have a client say for instance they have a hearing on January 6, that comes along sooner than you think when you're at the beginning of December. Because you might hit Christmas, and then you get busy with that. And then the next thing you know, it's the beginning of January, and you haven't talked to your client, and you have a hearing coming up a few days later. So that's why I like to look ahead. So when I need to reach out to people a few weeks in advance to make sure that we're prepared, we're ready for it. To the greatest extent possible, I try to keep the week between Christmas and New Year's free. I rarely have court hearings. Every once in a while, court will get scheduled, but for the most part, judges are off. For a long time, there was this weird thing where not all judges would take it off, and then they would schedule hearings, but since most people will take that off as a vacation... Attorneys were always putting in motions to continue, and judges were realizing they didn't have a lot on their calendar, so they were moving things. So it doesn't come up very much that I have a scheduled hearing. And I just try to keep it as open as possible. Sometimes people will want to come in during that week, and I'll maybe set aside, say, an afternoon to schedule people who want to come in. but. I'll only maybe schedule a, like a day or half a day for that, because here's the thing that happens more often than not: people schedule, then they cancel because they schedule, and then they're they're thinking, well, I'm I'm work I'm not working, so I have time to, you know, go see Florence and and talk about my case or talk about my estate planning, but then when that date comes around they're home with their kids or they're just home watching movies or maybe they want to go and see the snow or whatever it is. They want to go spend the afternoon in a museum and they cancel or they forget about it and don't show up. So I don't try to keep it overly scheduled because people cancel and, do- and don't show up. Okay. Um, also, another tip I have is get as much help as you can. A big help for me is online shopping. In past years, I was so against it. I had such a tie to going into a store and finding the perfect gift for someone that I would hold in my hands and pick out for them and see all the beautiful decorations. And this was something I was very tied to. Until I ran out of time where it just was not possible to go and do this for the amount of family members that I have, with the amount of court that I have. So I just started doing more shopping online. I also do tons of gift cards uh, because people can get things on sale after the holidays and they can pick out really what they want. I've tried to be very cognizant of not buying clutter for people or buying junk for people it's hard because there's a ton of cute stuff out there you see like these cute knickknacks or this amazing book or whatever it is but sometimes I think that if if it's an experience that someone that you can give someone like a gift card out or tickets to a concert or a game sometimes I feel like those are the better gifts because you're not giving them something that they have to find a place for. Besides for the online shopping, I ask for a lot of help. Right now, both of my daughters are adults. Both of my daughters, I have three daughters. (laughs) The two of the daughters are adults, one is 12. The two older daughters, um, I can ask for help on. They can run errands for me. They can, um, uh, you know, my one daughter works at a printer's, like she can create flyers for me if I need them or invitations like whatever I need she can do and then the other daughter I can send her on errands plus I have staff that work for me that I can give stuff to so I'm a big fan of just delegating as much as possible I delegate wrapping of presents number one I hate wrapping presents it's just the bane of my existence but I have people in my family who love wrapping presents, who are happy to help me. So why would I be a present martyr and then wrap all these presents myself when I can get help? And then lastly, I like to just try to set aside time to think about the next year. It's natural as you approach the end of one year to think about the next year And I have lots of things that I'm thinking about. I might be thinking about things in terms of um, organization at home in the office. That comes up a lot in my mind at the end of the year where I just look around and I'm like, what can I get rid of? Or what can I organize to make better? And that comes just kind of naturally at the end of the year. Um, I also like to think about Like my marketing. I like to think about my time management. Are there any things that I can implement to help me for the next year? So, that's kind of just some tips for the holidays and some things that I'm thinking about, especially because Thanksgiving was so busy and it's the Sunday after Thanksgiving and we're already in December because Thanksgiving was so late this year. Speaking of the holidays, When I get as busy as I am with court and travel and everything else going on, I like to do some working remotely. And I was thinking about it in terms of uh, some tips for it because I had the intention of working remotely this weekend, working from home, and didn't do a very good job of it. I have a transcript. It's 200 pages long. This is Sunday night. I've been carrying this transcript with me for since Monday. Um, I've been bringing it home with me so I could read it at night. I've been bringing it home with me so I could read it on the weekend. And as it's Sunday night at 8 o'clock, the 200-page transcript, I've read 30 pages of it. So this has been a fail at working remotely. So I've been thinking, what can I do to make my working from home go a little bit better? One is organization and quiet. I have not had any quiet this weekend. It's been family coming in and out. It's been a busy schedule. And it just has not worked in terms of being able to have some quiet to actually get things done. So I had no routine. I gave it one last shot this morning. (laughs) Um, I usually sleep in on Sunday, and I knew I'd be at the Cardinals game all day. So I set my alarm for 6.30 with the intention of uh, getting some work done. It was sort of okay. I I got through a bunch of emails, but didn't really get to the, the transcript. So I definitely need organization and quiet. Another thing is to set rules with the people around you. I had no rules this weekend. Everyone was kind of coming and going with Thanksgiving. And I never said to anyone, I need to work on this transcript. I'm hoping with this upcoming week that I actually get things done. I'm traveling for two days where I'm going to um, Burbank to use my Universal Passes. For the last time before they expire. Maybe I'll have a little bit of time on the plane, maybe a little bit of time, maybe a little quiet time at the hotel. I don't have a lot of high hopes for, for that. But I need to set limits where I tell people I'm not available. And one of these limits is setting it for myself. I need to get away from my cell phone if I'm going to do this, because my cell phone rings all day long. I'm getting calls from my daughters. I'm getting calls from other family members. I even got calls from clients over the weekend, nonstop. So if I'm going to get work done, the cell phone needs to be off or in the other room, which leads me to the other point is eliminating distractions. A big distraction for me when I'm at home is the housework. And I'm very tempted when I'm working from home to say, before I get started, I'm going to load the dishwasher. I'm going to fold the clothes in the dryer. I'm going to start a new load of laundry and then I'll get to work. And I do all that. And the next thing I know, 30 minutes have gone by. And I'm usually distracted by something else. For instance, I looked up and saw how dusty my ceiling fan was and the next thing I know I'm cleaning the ceiling fan and not working on the transcript. So distractions really need to be eliminated. Another tip I'll say for working remotely is maybe try not to do it from home. I probably would have been a lot more successful if I would have went to a whole nother place, if I would have, say, went to a coffee shop, turned off my cell phone, and worked for an hour, I probably would have gotten 30 times more done than I did by trying to work from home and work around the distractions. Okay, that was just some little things that i've been thinking of as we're approaching the holidays and i'm trying to get my work done and also trying to keep my personal life in check i do have a couple of reviews for some movies one is called knives out it um came out right before thanksgiving it's kind of a murder mystery movie it looks very classic like kind of like a clue or a murder by death there's a ton of people in it jamie lee curtis is in it don johnson chris evans um people whose names also that i can't remember there was a ton of actors in it i mean it was probably an ensemble of maybe 15 people i liked this movie it was enjoyable but again I'll say the thing that I say about most movies it was definitely too long also when we saw the movie it had a crazy amount of previews I am not joking when I say this they pay they played previews for 25 minutes before the movie there were so many previews that it was almost half an hour I turned to my sister-in-law and I said how long have we been sitting here we looked at our watches together and, and laughed out loud because it was almost 30 minutes. The movie itself was a little over two hours. There was a giant portion in the middle of explanation. And I won't give any of the details away because it, um, I don't want to spoil the mo- movie for anyone. But there was this long uh, detour in the middle where it was kind of like a story within a story. And as I was watching it, they took so long telling it that I couldn't remember I had to think about it. I, I had to think, who's telling this? Is this a fantasy? Is so, is this a real thing? Uh, is this a flashback? Like I just completely lost the storyline because they took so long to tell this. And then just although it was like very tight, maybe like in the first half hour, it got a little rambly towards the end but the movie was good if you're looking for kind of like an old fashioned kind of movie it's fun um, we saw it with a very weird crowd of people do you ever go to the movies with people who are like extremely reactive to the movie like there were some funny parts but people were like busting a gut about like how hilarious it was um, like laughing out loud, like to the point of screaming. It was so bizarre. Um, but I would recommend it. <laughs> Um, a movie that I'm watching on Netflix that I've been so excited for, I'm not quite done with it, but I love it so much I have it as a recommendation. It's The Irishman. It's the Martin Scorsese movie. It's three and a half hours long. I'm treating it a bit like a miniseries where I've been watching a half an hour to an hour here and there since um, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Because it's so long. But it is an amazing cast. It's De Niro, Pacino, um, oh my gosh, uh, Ray Romano, um, Joe Pesci, who I believe may have been retired. It seems like he wasn't in movies for a long time, but he's in it and is probably my favorite character in the movie. It's the story of Jimmy Hoffa. Al Pacino plays Jimmy Hoffa. And it's definitely a Scorsese movie, like a classic Scorsese movie in the vein of Goodfellas, Wolf of Wall Street, Casino, that kind of feel. A little bit quieter than those movies, but very, very enjoyable. And hopefully I'll get to finish it at some point. I still have about an hour and a half left. I'm going to keep this podcast a little bit shorter. Um, I do have a promo for one of the friends of the show. Are you approaching age 65? Are re- you retiring and losing your group coverage? Or do you have questions about Medicare coverage options? Contact Tim at Mackie Insurance for sound advice concerning Medicare and your options for Medicare supplements, Medicare Advantage, or prescription drug plans. Tim will assist you in maneuvering through the Medicare maze. Tim can be contacted at 623-551-3585. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you like the new theme song. You can find me at iTunes. You can find me on SoundCloud under the Bonafide Legal Podcast. You can also search under Florence Legally Brunette and also under my name. You can find me on tumblr twitter instagram under florence legally brunette and you can find me on facebook under my personal page and my business page and you can also find me on my website at brummerlaw.com thank you so much for listening and i'll be back new next week for with some more tips for time management and self-care have a great night